I don't. I mean, I don't know what to start with the cold open. Oh no, I do actually. You do, yeah. Of course yeah. you do. Um, I have some stuff to spring on you as well. <laughs> well, that's 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 cool. I just think the thing that's really funny this entire week has been because um, I've been I I got banned on Twitter for a week <laughs> for for like being shit to Carl May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I told a guy that. Um, I just think it was something that then that I didn't like some German guy came into my replies about defending Karl May. Yeah. I wrote in English and then he starts writing to me in German and I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Like, who are you being like, you know, this deranged weirdo coming sure. into my replies and I got fucking banned. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, I've been, I've been very offline, but I've been, I've been, you know, living. Spass Remza has a good episode about Kyle Mai and the, the the consequences of him. Oh, living. I don't, I don't, I don't need any of that in my life. I don't. I will. You, the I will. Listener might. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just telling you as um, you know someone who uh, who um, Dan does not know how to read. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to put myself through this. But uh, the thing that I think is really funny that I've kind of passively observed has been the. Uh, um, was it the was it the German Communist Party the DKP, DKP yeah at the at the the Pressefest just like you know doing the uh, um, Caleb Maupin shit of yeah. like or the what was his fucking think tank thing called um, uh, Center for Political Innovation that's it CPI yeah yeah. yeah 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 the the thing that like immediately collapsed as soon as like it was revealed he was a fucking sex pest weirdo cult oh leader. no what yeah. That's the thing is that how do these like horribly uncharismatic just like thumbs of people like how how does that even happen? So like uh, I know too much about Caleb Maupin now uh, and that sucks uh, other than I think he like Caleb Maupin is just like a fucked name to say I hate making that like Maupin Maupin I hate making that shape with my mouth Um, but like yeah um, I've heard him talk. I have. Wasn't he an RT in America? Oh, probably. He's like had a million different movement, like quote unquote movements, things that he started. One of them was called Fist, which I find very funny. Hell yeah, that's hot. <laughs> which was like fight imperial something something. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I know I know I, I know what I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah. yeah. And so I've heard him talk. I know for a fact that he has like 400 or something books self-published on amazon like that's like some like david duke shit yeah like yeah like yeah absolutely like in in a lot of ways um and like he does kind of have this charismatic way of talking i mean it's a very simple trick he talks like loudly consistently he doesn't like do ums and ahs uh he doesn't really stop um but it is mostly just like loud and confident and then you can just be like oh he has 400 books and then that's like a massive red flag. If you have, if you, if you for have like, some idiots, it's not. <laughs> like. Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, no. So the DKP pulled a, uh, a Caleb Malpin, yeah, CPI, and, yeah, uh, or a CPI thing as well, and just uh, uh, what was the, the they had the the you know to be fair, all right, Caleb yeah. Malpin and the CPI were rejecting the legitimacy of the Lukács People's Republic. <laughs> And the the DKP yeah. at least had both flags there of the Donetsk People's Republic and the Lukansky People's Republic. Did CPI really make a distinction between... That's weird. Uh, I don't know. I think they just, like... The CPI was always, like, weirdly inconsistent because, like, I think the video that went viral was that, like, 
one of them like at their opening ceremony. They like sing God Bless America or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it is. They're, they're flying. They're flying, um, like the American Communist Party flag, like which has like a very specific hammer and sickle design. Uh, so you can tell it's them, um, which they're not affiliated with. Uh, that is a thing that exists. They're not affiliated with it. Um, then they flew flew just the regular American flag, the Russian flag with a Z on it. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And then and LNR then, DNR. No, 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 no. Or just just no, L- no, no. LPR only DPR. Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, L- what is it? Uh, uh, LNR. Do you, uh, what is the proper? So one is in English, one is in Russian, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah true. Because N would be not or whatever. Which is people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, for all of our for all of our our, our DPR LPR stands out there, <laughs> it is not a People's Republic in any stretch of the imagination. Oh no, it's like uh, uh, what's was his it, name? Was it all the polling like all the polling done by that one researcher from Northern Ireland who like actually went to those places like not since the war, but like since like post twenty fourteen and surveyed all the people. I think the survey was conducted twenty nineteen. Yeah, and it was just like all the people who like actually lived there and stayed or whatever is like. We don't want to be independent. The people who are running this thing are terrible. Like they all like yeah, they're like they're they're warlords. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking like. There's rumors that I think it's the LNR or LPR or whatever. Like I think it's the leader of that who's like rumored to be just like a massive coke fiend. Um, yeah, starting early, right? You know, <laughs> your country doesn't even like exist only according to Russia. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, this is the thing. Like the people who like have what's remained... the other guy's name? Like Dmitry yeah. Push- P- Pushkin, I think, or something like that. His office was bombed the other day. Got yeah. hit by a rocket. <laughs> they're like they're complete. Um, they're complete fucking idiots. Because like I've also just I've heard a couple of reports that there's not even like good tactically. Like they like the Russian forces have basically just taken over like yeah, operations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, they have like like yeah. Uh, um, it's it's. Let's just say I've not seen very many of the quote-unquote separatist forces in footage. Oh yeah, that, yeah, sure. Uh, that comes across my desk at work. So. It's all very um, stupid in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, and it's very clear the f- that then that the Russian military like took over like yeah. immediately when they like officially stepped into yeah, it's, it's, Donetsk it's, and Lukansk. It is the bananaest of banana republics. Like yeah. it is, uh, um, yeah. Fly like the only thing dumber is flying their flags. Uh, as some sort of like anti-imperialism, <laughs> like, well, I don't know what the angle is. Whatever. That's but, just, like, that just made me think of that like really weird post a couple of weeks ago, where someone's like, "Oh yeah, like separatists." Like I see you, and there's like all these like separatist nations. I mean, come on, you got to include <laughs> the DPR and LPR. Oh, yeah, the, the 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 guy like the pro Scottish independence guy who made that map that was like poorly made because. It, like, just... it ignored it ignored the DPR and the LPR exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like ha- like yeah. I think the thing you said about that tweet was like half of those movements are just bullshit. Like, oh yeah, there's yeah. like there's like yeah. I mean, Bavaria was on there. I think. Yeah, I yeah. Know, yeah. There's like there's like four legitimate movements. One of them I wouldn't even count because it's Ireland, which is just oh, reunification. Yeah, like, Northern Ireland, which yeah. is like that's not really what they're trying to do. Like, there are like. There's like three people who are very convinced that Northern Ireland needs to become independent. <laughs> Freaks. Uh, uh, a lot of them. Um, I'd like to buy them a beer. Yeah. See, yeah. see, how, see how that brain works. Yeah, that was, uh, next week's episode. I interview those three guys. Uh, yeah, no, what was the other ones? Like, the other, the other, like, the legitimate ones are like 
Scotland is actually something that could happen. Catalonia as well. Basque and that's it. I mean, that's it. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't even say Scotland's like all that legitimate either. Like, no, no, they're weird neoliberals. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. There's, okay, there's two, and they're they're both in they're both in occupied Spain. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. Spain is occupying them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Occupied Spain. <laughs> occupied Spain. <laughs> the Dutch return for revenge. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, the, it's the Islamic Empire that comes back, oh, baby. Uh, yeah, the Umayyad Caliphate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. It's your weekly quarter spatey. I'm just going to interrupt Kieran just because I forgot to introduce us. Mm. Uh, it's it's uh, it's Kieran and Nick. You. Uh, and uh, it's just us. We're, yeah. uh, we're hanging out. We're going to give you a little bit more laid back of an episode today because uh, things have been wild. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we don't have a few obituaries to go through this week. <laughs> oh, f- yeah. Are we going? We're opening with that, are we? Yeah, okay. let's go. Why not? You know. Oh, the obvious one. The one that happened like last night, I guess, was uh, Gorbachev. Yeah. He's dead. Rest in peace, King. Uh, 91 years old um it's really it's really interesting going through all the um kind of like obituary titles because like i didn't look too much into it i'm not actually a person who could tell you a lot about the individual leadership styles of various heads of the soviet union um i think he's just kind of like funny uh, in the like Louis Vuitton Pizza Hut ad kind of way. That's all that matters to us. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, we don't care. I mean, remember, this is a um, this is a European podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> the Soviet Union oh. doesn't count as Europe. Sure, that is the other. That's the second world. Asiatic hordes. Asiatic yeah. hordes. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but 1990, Iron Curtain comes down yeah. Russia Europe baby pizza Mikhail hut. Gorbachev pizza hut Louis Vuitton yeah I did read what I did gen- like for for you the watch the commercials didn't you no no for the joke post that I made today I did actually rewatch the um epic rap battles of history uh, oh um, yeah 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 which is it's it's titled Rasputin versus Stalin but there's a there's a guest verse from Lenin Gorbachev and Putin yeah in it and um I, I my only my only takeaway from that is um the people at Epic Rap Battles of History kinda of come off as Leninists. <laughs> just, like the most sympathetic character in that whole thing is like Lenin. Um it's very strange. Um it's also bad and weird and Epic Rap Battles of History is strange. Um but It's such a yeah, it's such a it's such a it's a it's a staple of millennial internet. Unfortunately, it we is. have to we have, to we have we have to live up to it. Someone like, I someone I know has been on it as a rapper. <laughs> he played Bruce Lee. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> which is to say, I think it was like he was the Asian guy. They knew. Yeah. Um. So and then there was also like I think we found that a while ago of like back when no it was actually too late for it but uh, the Hayek Institute made an epic rap battles of history style video oh yeah i remember this that was i think it was hayek versus marx or something no it wasn't even um uh um it was Keynes. it was hayek versus Keynes. i think oh yeah because marx would be like 
you know, too just, much. Yeah. Marks. I can't remember. No, it would it be. Sucked. <laughs> it the re- concept of a rap battle. All right. Like bringing this, this back to. This is all to, for Gorbachev's legacy. Exactly. That we're talking about bringing this. this back to, bringing this back to, to Europe. All yeah. right. You know, yeah. epic rap battles of history, American, American, uh, you know, uh, uh, just filth. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. weird, weird. Um, I guess like uh, for me, it's like the beginning of, um, YouTube professionalization. Yeah, true. That was, that was like the beginning of when like it wasn't just like weird candid footage of like kids saying dumb things or, or whatever. like a flash video. <laughs> yeah, 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 or like yeah. flash animation stuff. Oh no, the algorithm killed that. Um, oh yeah, because yeah, the the amount of time it makes all your videos have to be ten minutes long now, and like ten minutes of animation when you're just one guy it takes a very long time. Um, but um, Gorbachev dead. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Bringing this back to Europe, though, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. going back to the right. going back to the rap battle. Sure. The one, the thing that I have realized that, um, you know, Europe, particularly Germany, still loves more than I would say any other Western English speaking country. Sure. Is the obsession with like battle rapping? Have you oh, seen yeah. this? Yeah, that's like okay. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Like, I'm not, I'm not. So. Listeners of the show will recognize when Rob and Nick are going on like a, a rap riff about like yeah exactly mentioning a bunch of rappers that I vaguely know and I just kind of stay silent and laugh. But like now that you said it, yeah, like battle rapping was. I want to say it peaked as a concept with the Eight Mile movie. Yeah, yeah, but Germany. Every remember, every German man sees himself as a young oh, as yeah. a young Eminem, yeah, the white rapper, and this, <laughs> like um um. Rob was explaining this to me the other day when he was um, talking about Flink, that the one international thing that is always constant is Tupac and Eminem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the complex of Germany is that every German, I think, because they're, you know, not not that they're all, like, blonde hair, blue-eyed or whatever, but they they feel a little bit closer to Eminem, I would say, than Tupac. (laughs) So... Yeah! Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree that it is this sense of that... The yeah, their 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 view of hip hop's been stunted by that they saw Eight Mile and they're like, this is the greatest hip hop movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, going to be like, yeah, I can do this. Like this this white guy from Detroit did it. Why can't I? Yeah. Why can't I? You know, Fabian von <laughs> Sudeten. <Sudetenland>. Uh, <laughs> Why can't I be the next uh, Eminem? Why can't I be the next Slim Shady? Yeah. I will stand up. Like um, I've even seen things for like battle rap classes. Yeah, yeah, In that makes here. sense. So, like, that's that's like another thing that I feel like a very similar thing happens. In comedy internationally, like, says stand up, very also American art form, um, and then has been like interpreted in weird ways in other parts of the world. Uh, the guy who made Seinfeld, I think, or one of the head writers in Seinfeld at one point, made like a very interesting documentary where he went to like stand up shows in like Nigeria and stuff. Anyway. I thought that was on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. one where he interviewed uh, Brace from uh, 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 what's it called? True None. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how I heard of it. Um, it was like a mini series thing. The anyway, the the thing I remember, the thing. Okay, the thing that like very similar to this that happens with like stand up when it gets uh, uh, moved internationally outside the English speaking world, because uh, it's like much easier for like people in Scotland and the UK to like copy stand up a little bit or uk also has its own traditions or whatever but 
uh, Germany, when it's like interpretation of stand-up comedy, is also really into, in a similar way, fucking um, roast battles. Like, um, like roasting a comedian, which like in America or like to American stand-ups feels antiquated a little bit. Like a oh yeah yeah like yeah. a thing that happened more in the eighties. Um, yeah, so that's like another thing. Like I don't know. There, I, I think there was just something that happened. I don't know, it's, called, it's called it's called the Berlin Wall. It fell, <laughs> and Mikhail Gorbachev was responsible for it partially. He rap battled. He rap battled uh, <laughs> Reagan. Uh, Reagan, and he lost. <laughs> Just kept saying. Wait, Challenge. wasn't no? Wasn't no? George H. W. Bush was president during that. He was. Yeah. Why? This is the thing that I, I always never understand. Because Reagan said, tear "I know down he this says wall. tear down this wall, uh, but it didn't happen until it until much later. Yeah, it happened much but in later. All the like Vox explains history compilations. They say that the Reagan quote happens. Yeah. Then they as do the, the walls falling down. Yeah. And then the, they do the. And then they do the 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 Family Guy Reagan smash. Yeah. <laughs> Like one of the three funny things on that show, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But um, yeah, I don't know. I, my my grand theory is at one point there was a lot of money in artistic endeavors, and there was like this competitive attitude, and that you could do rap battles and roast battles and shit, and like Battle of the Bands is also something that I think like a lot of local scenes just like gave up on. Yeah, yeah, because they're embarrassing. Yeah, they are embarrassing. Like all these things are embarrassing, and then I think we got to this point of like. None of us are making money. We can't. We can't be at each other's throats, guys. <laughs> we just have to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. The uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna revisit the uh, German obsession with freestyling. Oh, absolutely. And lyrical rap. That's that's one too. That then is, Germany though is just the perfect example of a country that then is obsessed with lyrical, miracle, spiritual, yeah, type of shit. We got so, all these words. Yeah. Just to say we have less words, but we put them together exactly. in fun ways. But yeah. Um, Gorbachev's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, now remember, kids, unpack your Louis Vuitton luggage, <laughs> put it next to the, put put it outside, and yeah. and uh, you know, uh, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev would leave you all the Burger King and Pizza Hut. Yeah. There was there was like everyone. Today was a great day on Twitter for just like a lot of people I respect saying. Like in each other's replies, being like your Gorbachev take is wrong, and I'm just like I I don't know enough. It's whatever. Moving on to someone else who's also dead, um, Daria Dugina, du- uh, uh, Dugan's daughter, killed in a car bomb, um, and a lot of people don't know why, and it feels weird. But actually, a lot of people outside of Russia are obsessed because they- I know why. Okay, well, we'll, okay, we'll go to your your we'll we'll go through the theories, um, but I'm very curious. But like, this what, is a corner spaky, corner corner spaky, corner spaky exclusive. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, Dario Dugina's murder. Um, uh, okay, so yeah, she's the daughter of Dugan, who's like, a lot of media just kind of wants to turn it into like the new Rasputin, basically for Russia. Yeah, is this like someone else who also um. Gorbachev rap battled. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think the thing we've talked about with Dugan before in this podcast is he's like not as important as people think he is. Like he has clout. He is weird. He has like a kind of like manifesto movement that he calls like Eurasianist yeah, or whatever. And I mean, I think that then like someone that I know from Russia explained this to me like literally the day that she died was just like... <laughs> Um, I shouldn't be laughing about this because it is incredibly fucked how she just got blown up in a car. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
he just like he just was like like just turns to me and just like he's like why the fuck do you westerners care so much about this guy I'm yeah, like, yeah yeah no like i don't know he's like no one in russia like this dude who is from fucking moscow is like no one in Russia cares about him. Like, mm. we all, like, he's like, everyone knows that he's just, like, there. He, Putin is not friends with him. Yeah. Like, he's a weird obsession that, like, the West has of this, like, cabal of influence that then's around Putin. Instead of just, like, wanting to accept the fact that then that, like, most of Putin's thought yeah. comes from Putin. So, yeah, yeah, this is, this is the thing. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people I also trust on, like, uh, uh, Russian analysis. Um, there's that great Substack events in Ukraine um, who stays anonymous, but like he's written some very good stuff as well about like Dugan is effectively nothing, um, which kind of makes like the whole thing very confusing. But uh, for people who want uh, um, the Cornish Beatty historical episode of what we think about Dugan and like his influence, is actually an episode where we do not mention Dugan at all. But it's the episode where we watch the uh, um, document. Me, you, and Rob watch the documentary about fucking um, what's his name from Breitbart or whatever. Who like? Oh yeah, um, um, uh, I, uh, I've forgotten his name already. The like Steve Bannon. Bannon, yeah, yeah. Like that was the thing. Like a lot of liberal media really played up Bannon, his influence, his threat, and then like you watch this documentary about him, and he's just like the most pathetic man that like basically no one is listening to, or if they're listening to him, are not implementing anything he says. Isn't Dugan becoming like this like weird mystic now or something? He's always had like weird esoteric. Yeah, yeah. like he's been like, like I mean, I, I saw a video of him the other day. I understand I think, the obsession. He's goofy. Yeah. He's very weird. He was like wearing like a, like, you know those, I mean. He like, does look like Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. He was wearing like a traditional like, you know shirt of some sort yeah that was black it's just like he looked like a wizard he does like, he looks like a wizard <laughs> yeah I, I, I get, like, like i get the sense of that because liberals brains are so fried in all of this that a man who looks like a wizard will you know trick you into thinking that then he has all the power but in yeah. fact that um he is just a buffoon and his daughter wasn't like I wish Julia was here because she could explain this a lot better. Uh, his daughter was also a psychopath, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't that. Then, yeah. like, I mean, she was a member of United Russia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, from just you know, just standard, you know, Greater Russia bullshit. And so whatnot. the whole thing was like, um, I've forgotten his name, the first name now, Dugan Alexander. Alexander, yeah, yeah, Alexander. He was there, like he. Yeah, he, he, it was like, supposed to be his car. It, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, this is the thing. It was supposed to be his car, um, and he just decided suddenly to go like a different way. So obviously they're close. No, no, he took a different car. Yeah, he took a different car. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So obviously they're close, and obviously that means she's also a freak too. Because yeah, yeah, I'm a freak. My daughter a freak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It runs in. Yeah, like yeah. you, you we were raised that. by this man who believes in like. I mean, it's, it's just, just the weirdest. It's, shit. it's just the. It's like it's like the sense of of the thing I've talked about before of like Americans who find out about them like that the U.S. is bad, so that everything then against the U.S. must be good. That's like mm. Alexander Dugan's. For, for if you've never come across it, it just literally is in the sense that then Russia is counter hegemonic, he, the counter hegemonic power to the United States in like the negation of it almost. In, like, the sense of that then simply because it exists as that it is not the U.S., it must then automatically be good. No, And it's 
Yeah. No matter how hyper conservative or whatever, like his 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 values are, the thing that is the core of it is that then he thinks that then Russia, because it is the counter hegemony to the United States, it will lead the like I guess some level of like a conservative revolution against the yeah, West or whatever. Like it's psycho shit. And, yeah. Hyper nationalists too. You know, like. And none of it, like none of it's like coherent. None of it would like work. No, it doesn't need to be. It was yeah. implemented. Um, yeah, it's 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 very strange. Um, but then we get into the kind of like theories uh, about what happened here. So come on, it's, it's so obvious. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me go through what I've seen in the media. Yeah, and what yeah, I've seen. Well, from- the official line is that then it was like some like twenty something Ukrainian who has got two names. Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, um, uh, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, you're going to go and, and do, do a terrorism yeah. and uh, still have time for your collagen lip injections because all <laughs> the video of this woman that came out, she had this like freshly done, really <laughs> puffed up lips. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming this is Natalia Vovk, is it? Or, yeah, because there's, there's two names been given out now. It's like Bogdan Tiskanikov. Yeah, that's the guy who got released. Uh, the name got released two days ago, I think. Yeah, that like was that. very yeah. recent. The one was then the woman who then she was... Natalia Vovk. Yeah, so she is, I think, like 25... The FSB says that she was had you know the easiest thing obviously is to say that then again remember legitimately Azov Battalion is very bad and evil this and that and that and are neo Nazis yeah um, obviously now Russia has used everything within this entire stupid war to justify the sense that then because there are groups like Azov and uh, uh, is it Red fa- Faction what's the oh, right faction right faction yeah Red Faction would would, would be cool um, you know. There are legit neo-Nazis in the ranks of the Ukrainian like military. That's I mean, we've seen all the photos, this and that and that. Um, obviously, though, the FSB will use that as every excuse that they can of like, yeah. oh, yeah, she had connections to Azov, this and that and that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, who then they um, apparently tracked her to Austria. She's now apparently living in Vienna, if I'm not mistaken. They don't, again, remember, none of this makes any fucking sense. Um, and then the FSB falsely put out these claims in Russian media that she had died with fake pictures that were just her laying on the beach it looked like or something like that and what, they were what like, a place to go it, it, like none of it made like it, it made, like none of me it made here dead the beaches of Austria yeah like it was a picture of her it was like a picture of her like two years ago on the beach or something like yep, yeah that's her dead and it's like it's like a super grainy photo like that's, that's like Let's get like the reverse kind of like Jordan Beaters in Alive in Serbia shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Natalia Vov dead in Austria. There's a picture of her on the beach. And it's like, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. They used a different picture of her. On, like, she wasn't on the beach in Austria, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> like, that's so, the joke. This has, been, this has been one of the funniest things, though, of, uh, you know, having to cover this uh, because yeah. it's pure chaos. And then today, the other no, today, yesterday, the other guy got revealed, which who has like the goofiest pictures I've ever seen of someone. Oh, really? Yeah, like one uh, I, I I can't even describe it. Just yeah, look into this for yeah. yourself. Uh so, the the FSB pulls out the funniest pictures of people in order to then make people aware of that these people are terrorists. It's like this is like a 25 KB upload limit on fucking um Yandex. on connect so that's where they're getting all the yeah exactly from. yeah because we transfers blocked in russia now yeah, yeah so um so you're okay so you're not really buying the like official fsb story um because it's yeah like sure no the very obvious thing is the fsb killed her 
Yeah. Okay. So you're going. You're going with that, like the false flag theory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Because that was the other theory I was going to get to. Okay. Fine. Because like this, the the thing of the matter is, is that then like okay, first off, if the F- FSB was this good, get them on the Tupac case because like how, <laughs> and then just like fingering two people mm. um which in other cases would be cool if it's consensual yeah. um but yeah no just randomly picking two people out of a hat and they're like yep they're ukrainian terrorists this and that and that is just like i don't know well like it's i think the thing the the fascination of the west around dugan makes it an easy sell to international media yeah because it's obviously like Easy sell to international media, and it also sounds like Russians are aware of the international obsession with Dugan, even though yeah, they're not. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think, in the sense of that, they again all all hypothetical, but I can like it. It's like it's 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 a bit too obvious. Also, too, in the sense of like making. Now, well, now making Dugan a martyr, yeah, you know the fact that that his daughter got killed, putting him back into because remember he was never he was never big in the public eye of Russia, hmm. and then now there's like this push within this country now, currently, to then make him into some hero that then that he kind of never really was, um, because the West is I mean this is again like my theory of it because like the West is so obsessed with it and Russia currently right now is like kind of ideologically void in this conflict. Like it's very oh, yeah. it's like very the, it's very hard for Russia to actually The Z shit did not work. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Z stuff definitely did not take off as this like mass movement ideological push to justify the war amongst the Russian population. From what I've heard, it was just like to to a lot of Russians living their daily life, it was like it was like insane online shit almost like it was like what are you talking about or the other side of it if you did know about it it was weird and cringe of course this has not necessarily anything to do with your level of support for the war there's plenty of people who are like su- like supporting the war who just do not give a shit about the z thing or whatever like, there's, i mean like yeah like there's people who are supporting the war in the sense that then like how americans are like i mean think the easiest way to think about this war yeah. okay for everyone who wants to think about this the, the, through the perspective of Russia in the best way that at least I can do it from the content and, and, and like, like, um, connection that I've had to it in that regard is that it, at the end of the day, looks the exact same thing as the Iraq war. Yeah. Not in the exact same way that then tactically that it is being done in the flag waving in this, you know, Oh, we support the troops, this and that and that. Yeah. Like it is, I guarantee you that you could not really go to an, like a person on the street of Moscow and be like, do you know why Russia invaded Ukraine? Hmm. Like they would probably not give you that straight of an answer. You yeah. know, like, I mean, I don't know, like in the sense of, of, of the regard of like, yeah, maybe, maybe people buy the denazification thing, this and that and that. But at the end of the day, I get the similar vibe in the sense that then it's like, well, Iraq war, 2003, 2004, you know, the initial thing was like, hooray. Yeah. Saddam Hussein, bad. And then it continued for too long, and then it's like, okay, well, yeah, Iraq War bad, but the troops are still good, right? Like that was a general consensus amongst like most Americans. Yeah, yeah. You know? It was always like you couldn't. The that was the thing that happened. Uh, I want to say like two thousand and four ish onwards that you attacking the war meant attacking the troops, which was exactly. largely viewed as the sympathetic. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, like the thing, like like 
back to the point that I was making is that this propaganda war for Russia is not going remotely how they thought. Yeah. And hence why I think that then the FSB was just like, we'll just take out this dude that the West is obsessed with. Yeah. And then like uh, we I think we come back to. I mean, something that we didn't talk to about too much in an episode, but like my general take on it is that um, the FSB is quite bad at their job. Um, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're really, they're very. Um, Russia's just bad at like they've been any they, like level of like like even the stuff. Remember the stuff with with uh, with um, what's his name Navalny. Yeah, they just admitted on a phone call to him that they killed, like that, that that they tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah, no, like intelligence, like intelligence, they're really fucking bad at. Like another thing that, like the the beginning of this war was like a, a failure of their intelligence as well because they were just like, um, I don't believe this like strategic retreat from like attacking Kiev shit that they were talking about and refocusing on the east, or whatever. Or, like, no, what was it, like, uh, not even they didn't call it a strategic retreat. They said like the whole thing was a diversion. It was like. No, I, like I, I do genuinely believe the take that like you were given some fucking bong intelligence that like taking Kiev would be easy or that you would be welcomed with open arms. I mean, to a certain extent, like what the Americans are told about Iraq, but like the like that has been a failure of intelligence in one regard. There's the other regard, which is like they have been a bit more brazen about it because they don't need to like be as secretive as other intelligence agencies. Like they just say we tried to kill Navalny. Like, because, like, a part of it is also, like, the Russian state can just go, like, 99 boo-boo, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Um, but then that just makes for a very lax intelligence service of, like, not really covering their tracks. And then, like, you have the whole, like, Russiagate stuff, which was, like, completely overblown by, like, libs in the U.S. But they did, like, send money towards, like, um, like an Instagram co- account called blacks for kansas or something like dumb yeah, shit exactly. like that like, yeah, yeah, yeah they That's... do put their money somewhere and it's always the most useless shit like actually that was the thing i was going to get at that we didn't talk about the podcast is the like connection to um yes california like the california independence movement and uh, um black hammer of like they did not like make those movements but they decided to like have they had an asset and they gave him some money to give to those movements. There was someone in KGB who thought that, like, ah, yes, this will do- undo the Americans. One thousand, like, yeah, one thousand dollars to fucking Californian independence and that fucking weird cult Joker guy from Atlanta. Like, they're not good at this. Oh yeah, no. I mean, like, the you know. Again, Mikhail Gorbachev, why did you have to destroy the Soviet Union? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, what is wrong with you? That, that was, that was the, 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 the fucking uh, obituary things are insane because, yeah, some head, headlines will be like, man who destroys Soviet Union or whatever dies today. And then there will be other ones that are like, man who ends Cold War. <laughs> it's like, oh, come yeah. on. Beatty, though, is on, the, is on the side of man who, um, you know... Ate some pizza. <laughs> ate some pizza and sported some, sported some Louis at the Berlin Wall. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, 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 Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fendi, Fendi, Prada. No, that's not Krayshawn. That is Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, you know, Dugan, Putin, kind of monsters. Yeah, you watched. <laughs> That's a great way to some kind of monster. 
Yeah. Um, I wanted to start with this, actually. Oh, the only thing is I, I just wanted to leave as like a, a little, you know, treat for our listeners. Um, we could have, we should have done the whole episode about this. I would have enjoyed it a lot more than a, a, a an un, unexpected Ukraine Russia update that, <laughs> that you fucking just like. I'm sorry, you I threw didn't into my face somehow, and I wasn't even expecting it. I didn't. I have so much more notes. I didn't think we'd spend that long on it. It's fine. I don't care. You know what? I um I yeah, Putin and and Alexander Dugan, monsters. Yeah, you know who else is a monster or can be you know some kind of monster? Lars Ulrich. Lars Ulrich. <laughs> And um, I've had I've had one off day <laughs> these last few weeks. Yeah, so you're preoccupied with all this footage you're looking at, and now you're occup- you occupy your time with this other footage you're looking at. Yeah, it's at. called Netflix, baby. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, good screen, bad screen, good screen, bad screen. <laughs> um, the world we live in. I was, you know, at home minding my own business, trying to find something that then is, um, you know, not bad mm. to watch. Yeah. And uh, um, I remember I uh, I gave myself about 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan because mm-hmm. I remember Uma telling me that she will never watch that movie because she says that it's like too U.S. propaganda. Sure. And I got 20 minutes into it and I was like, damn, Uma's like entirely right. Like <laughs> this movie's first off inaccurate. Yeah. Second, um, like I don't like the fact that the story just like isn't real, mm. you know? So, went and watched something different. That's right. I watched the 2004 Metallica documentary. Hmm? What's it called? Some Kind of Monster? It's called Some Kind of Monster, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that this... Okay, like, yeah. I, I may have been a little bit under the influence sure. while watching this. I thought that this was, that this movie was a joke. Okay, yeah. So... Because um, the only part I've ever seen from this has been where they try out Robert Trujillo. Yeah. Who is a phenomenal bassist was in like suicidal tendencies in Aussie. Yeah, and I remember seeing that part of the documentary like when I first started playing guitar or whatever, and being like, "Oh, this is so sick! Metallica's practicing this and that and that, you know, whatever." Yeah, you know. The rest of the movie I had never seen before, though. You mm. told me that you saw it. I was at the Irish premiere when I was like a teen. Was this on accident or because you're a huge Metallica fan? Um, I was. Into metal, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of metal myself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, the joke tweet that I did today um, that is, you know, uh, getting is getting some responses is the like, oh man, I've uh, I'm gonna listen to Metallica for the first time ever. I heard they're a big band. Can't wait. And I just posted a picture of like Saint Anger on Spotify, <laughs> <laughs> and um, that is a joke. I have listened to Metallica before, but that wasn't a joke for like twelve-year-old Kieran when that album came out. Because um, like I was into metal, but I was into like more contemporary stuff. I was yeah. not into like uh, uh, Metallica. Uh, I guess also like other things like Slayer and stuff like that that came like before my time. And I did start listening to Metallica with fucking Saint Saint Anger. Anger. <laughs> Whatever um, how the. The, the the lyric in that that I remember now is I'm so anger in like I'm so in anger with you that's it yeah oh yeah instead of I'm so in love with yeah, you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I um yeah I I uh, first off I could not take the um the fact that they were like 
they're like, we're gonna we get this brilliant idea. We're gonna write an album by just jamming, and it's just yeah. like I, when I when I, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, this is gonna suck. Like, it's not this, a great album. This is this is gonna be really like I did not. This is the thing is that I went into this not knowing first off that this came out in 2004. Yep, I know that that it was like older because I'd like seen. Like I had seen this somewhere, the poster or whatever, you know. Yeah, like I knew yeah, that yeah. this existed. I did not realize that the big final hurrah of this entire documentary is that they wrote "Saint Anger" the album, which is yeah, because like some kind of monster is a song. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> until the only reason I realized that yeah. is because they were um, they were writing what's the song? Fringe. Frantic. Frantic. Yeah. yeah. Front, tick, 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 yeah. tick, tock. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they start playing that. And I'm like, oh, no, this is the song yeah. with Kieran's favorite lyric of all time ever. <laughs> my lifestyle determined my death style. Yes. But <laughs> I'm doing that now. My lifestyle determined my death style, uh, quote, attributed to Mikhail Garbage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. Uh. But um, the the thing, though, that really kind of just stood out to me the entire time with this is that then because it like I like read that it was like a pretty well received documentary. Yeah. Yeah. It was at the time. And uh, no, it should because like it literally like I felt like I was watching a really, really, really long episode of Apocalypse. I I, I was. Yeah. So I was really young. I was. um, First of all, Irish premieres are like quite actually easy to get to uh, especially when like the internet age came around because it would just be like forums for like you know irish communities and whatever and just be like yeah i have like all these tickets because it was like so easy to go like they're ne- like irish premieres are never like the global premiere it's never like the first time the some kind of monster has been seen but it's the first time it's being shown in ireland and thus like reviewers for in this case like movie magazines and uh music magazines because it was this documentary would get like more tickets than they would need. They like most of the time they're just like, I'm gonna go by myself because like I'm at work, I'm doing a movie review. Um, so they would always just like either give them away or like sell them really cheap online, and you would just get them that way. And this was like, this was this was my this was my uh, older sister's boyfriend at the time who would like organize this, and he was like, Oh, you can take care on, and I enjoyed it because I was just like. At the end of it, I was kind of like dumbfounded and be like, I guess this is what documentaries are like. <laughs> it, was like the, it was like basically the first one I'd seen, really. <laughs> yeah, pop in your documentary cherry with. Yeah. Not, not one of the worst documentaries, just one that then like. It's like, competently made. The subject matter is very dull. Like No, it's phenomenal. <laughs> if you watch it through the eyes of that, then that it is simply just like. Like I was like, it's a, a documentary. Joke. I'm meant to be bored. <laughs> no, I mean the fact that then it's like, oh, you know, um, the thing that I really enjoyed is that they didn't give Kirk Hammett like a minute to be like, oh, how do I unwind? Because I don't like. I think he's just like probably pretty chill. Mm. Also, but like it, the entire focus was around like you know obviously James Hetfield and, Ra- and, and Lars Ulrich, yeah, and like their bizarre hobbies around it, which I didn't realize was real. Is that then James Hetfield's like I like you know driving around hot rods, yeah, yeah but it's yeah. like boutique, like custom made, yeah, yeah. little cars for him. If and people shit. aren't familiar with the Adult Swim like late 2000s tv show metalocalypse i think that we were talking about this in private chat and i was like 
I remember the writers of that show describing it as a mix of what Metallica are actually like and what Metallica would like you to think they're like. And that's like the basis of the characters from Metalocalypse. Yeah. And I think that's very true if you watch that documentary of just like, oh yeah, we're all metal, we're so tough. And then Lars Ulrich is like, oh, I have to like, yeah, I'm bored. I'm going to sell off my entire priceless art collection yeah, exactly. at an auction. And now, like, one of the things I think I remember from that is like having like a really awkward sit-down dinner with his like, I think with his wife that I remember him like later divorcing or something like that. Or, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like a very, like, she obviously does not want to be filmed for the documentary or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I realized, though, too, at the end of the day, because I was talking with Yulia about this, and she was like, wait, isn't Lars Ulrich actually, like, the good guy in a lot of the stuff with the Metallica things? And I was like, wait, what? And so then I realized, wait, no, like, actually, Lars Ulrich is, like, the, is, like, I mean, okay, aside from, like, of the Napster. two who are who are who are crazy, yeah, yeah. Lars and 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 James Hetfield, um, <laughs> James Hetfield's like a massive MAGA dude and shit. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lars Ulrich is like a pretty like well behaved social democrat. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 very like rules orientated, which is also like explains his huge Danishness. Push. Well, yeah, that um, yeah, the the Dane takes over, but like. Also, his, like, huge pushback to Napster stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't remember they mentioned in the documentary, but there was, like... Uh, no, because it was, like, about the making of St. Anger. Um, but, like, people reacted really negatively to St. Anger because it was, like, the first album they'd made since all the, like, Napster stuff it happened. It also sounds like shit. Oh, it sounds terrible. Yeah, it is absolutely. One of, like... I don't know why. You know what? I'm glad that we've ended up on this on this completely stupid conversation about you know early 2000s Metallica because um, that album might be the worst produced thing I think I've ever heard. The snare is ridiculous. Just everything. Yeah. Is, it's so hyper compressed. The songwriting sucks ass. So like the 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 thing about like the maga ness of James Hetfield is like not surprising with that album because one of the things that put me off that album like. Again, I was very young listening to it. And I was told like, Meta- do you actually like uh, like other Metallica projects though? No, uh, no, well, I don't. Okay, because like, like this is the thing that I think is always really funny is that then there's a few people I know who like actually like Saint Anger. Sure, and it's... I had like a little bit of nostalgia too because I listened to it a lot when I was younger. Okay, but like I recognize that it's just nostalgia. It's like if I was listening to this for the first time now, I don't think I would gel with it. Um, but you don't like 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 black um, album or whatever well yeah black albums like all right but yeah. like you don't like um kill them all yeah or, all right like yeah and no, like the cliff burton era so shit like or yeah whatever. i think i mentioned this before on like our music episodes but like i had a very i always have a very hard time getting into music i wasn't ra- around for um like i have a hard time getting into it uh, i Fair. was around for saint anger but like again i was like very young kind of stupid teenager of kind of like again like my reaction to the documentary was a similar thing to listen to the album of just like i've been told this is one of the greatest metal bands ever or like basically the 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 godfathers of modern metal or whatever so like i guess i like it kind of thing like i was like tricking myself into thinking it was good um at the time yeah like i i always had the thing of it like kind of like the backwards of that of and this is turning into like Nick and Neron's new metal talk. It which is, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what was super popular and what probably bought like Lars Ulrich another like a new like it bought a new Bentley. A new Bentley, yeah, was Saint Anger hoodies. 
Those are fucking yeah. everywhere. Everyone loves the artwork and wants oh, to the artwork on Monthly Nigger's really good, yeah. With yeah, the, yeah. The, the fist and the barbed yeah, the, the, wire. The, the, yeah, the, um, the Arthur. I don't think Metallica's had a bad album cover. No, they've always been like kind of... Uh, um, we studied it in graphic design college, actually. They've been like kind of notorious for uh, yeah. getting really good artists historically to do their but album covers. The, uh, the 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 I always kind of had the thing that was the opposite of like that hilariously in my stupid teen years of that then of because I got like Metallica was something that then that like I liked kind of like coming into heavy music and then like sure. when I. I I filled in a thrash band for a friend of mine. And yeah, they were, absolutely. They were, they were like all fucking into like havoc and like all these like smaller, cool, like actually like legit. Like if you want like new wave thrash bands, there's a lot of really good ones out there, and they were really into them. But they still really liked like old Metallica and like they fucking lo- like. I mean, respectively, so they like really liked like um, marty friedman era megadeth and shit like that were like which i mean megadeth politics aside is the better band (laughs) just technically speaking but i always had the thing of then like kind of when the whole deathcore thing came about of pretending i didn't like the bands Mm. and then now going back and listening to some of them like a lot of them garbage sure hot fucking garbage but like the one that really sticks out to me that then that i really i'm like damn okay this album's actually really good is like the first major suicide silence release Mm. do you remember that Um, called the cleansing i think yes yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um that album weirdly is recorded in a similar way as saint anger okay and just rips okay but the formation of the genre is also completely different but i really liked this album when it came out the cleansing yeah and like because i was like trying to be like cool and in death metal i was like no 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 like i don't fucking i don't i don't don't fuck with that suicide silent shit (laughs) until now then i find myself in you know 2022 being like all right yeah okay like suicide Silence first album fucking slaps it might be one (laughs) of like the three good death core things that have ever existed yeah that's it yeah but yeah, no. I mean, I I I get the in a weird sense of it being backwards. I still get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I feel like everyone had that moment in their teens and trying to like, like trying to be cool in a certain way and liking something because you feel like you're meant to. Um, and like, yeah. And there's I the the exact opposite also happened. Like me and sailor moon when i was a teenager feeling like i shouldn't like this but you know sailor moon slaps um, oh yeah no same thing too because yeah. my sister watched it but i like would always pretend to not like yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, same thing with actually degrassi <laughs> <laughs> i have seen every right. i have seen every all right of the like i sympathize with that because i was watching cartoon degrassi better known as totally spies <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. Very Canadian yeah. show. <laughs> um no, Degrassi my sister really liked, and I would like watch Degrassi with her, but like be like, Oh, oh why are you watching this? But then like not leave the room, obviously, because <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you know, what is uh you know oh, fuck, I forget all the characters' names, but I like I legitimately enjoyed watching that and Sailor Moon with my sister. Yeah. And, but then obviously because I'm at, I'm at that dumb age of just like, oh yeah, like for girls. Oh, it's for girls. Uh, <laughs> Actually, uh, the writing on the show's not bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very nuanced plots. <laughs> yeah. But the show I could never get into was Jar- Dragon Ball Z because it was the ex- exact opposite. Oh no, there I got was, into that. There was there was no writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they was screaming at each other for 50 episodes. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it's great. So, anyway, anyway, 
um the 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 to the wider point though going back to to headfield and stuff um there's like, nothing there's there is no point no no there, there i want i want to make some point like because i feel like he's like the actual uh, uh typical maga guy though like like i don't find surprising um because remember that was the that was the whole kind of like struggle sesh like libs were having uh which was like you know they do the poverty safari of like we went to see some trump voters and and then like all the all the all the like I went to go see a Trump voter at his private studio in, <laughs> in the Bay Area. <laughs> he told me his lifestyle determined his death style. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, the best part of that, one of the best parts of the documentary is that James Hevel gets pulled over in one of his little stupid hot rods and yeah. just is like buddy-buddy with the cop. Just yeah. like the most not-metal thing you can possibly oh, do. absolutely. Absolutely. Because, yeah, like, okay, so like, and then like all those kind of like surveys came out that being like, no, the average Trump voter is like, ridiculously wealthy um but like we'll do that thing where they they put on the like working class affects or whatever yeah. or like what they think is working class because like that is james headfield like the 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 hot rod cars and like the real kind of like the lifestyle determining your death style absolutely <laughs> the, the lifestyle determines my death style feels like an anti-vax statement of what i keep saying <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just keep saying it i'm just like uh. um but the 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 yeah, but like the hot rods, and then like the thing that really actually put me off Metallica generally, but especially the album. Aside Anger, from the music being ass. Well, no, I'm getting to this. Is the like obvious like bluegrass country influence in like a lot of their riffs? Um, they do that very like a thing I'm not a huge fan of. Oh, where they're like hammer on the pentatonic. It's like... Bang, dan, dan, yeah, dan. it gets a bit more like twangy guitar. That's only like on later Metallica though. Like, Which is St. Anger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there's... I mean like... But, like that, but that is the that is like the typical like Trump guy who's like, I'm insanely rich, but like I'm into country and uh, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. classic American cars or whatever. No, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm a... I'm a... I'm a... I'm a, I'm a good communist boy. Who um, appreciates country music for its, you know, true? Yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, I mean, like, let's be real. Not all of it. Like, there's always this really weird thing. I think within like the U.S. Which where is why like, the cultural successor to the original country is now hyper pop. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, there is like I think that like people need to do real like like there's this thing that then's like oh like real country music isn't like reactionary. It's like oh. No, a lot of it's a lot of it's really reactionary. Like a lot of old Merle Haggard songs are are uh, reactionary AF. But I I I definitely get that that there is something like ick in the sense of like two thousands like oh yeah uh, uh gotta show your uh, your real your real roots by you know throwing down the pentatonic scale. Mm. But, I do like the okay. I I I will kind of take it back because I hate when Metallica did it. They didn't do it well. I do like when Dillinger Escape Plan does it. Uh, that's um, different though because they're just a, they're just better musicians. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. Um, I mean, okay. Like not in the, isn't the front guy that also MAGA? Nah, uh, he's like an edge lord fucking yeah, weirdo. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not the. It's not the. Uh, it's not the. It's not the. Uh, the uh, the lead. The singer. It's uh, Ben Weinman, the guitarist. The guitarist. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, they're all like you and I grew up in like the like yeah. hardcore like metal scene things of our like yeah of our of our areas. 
the politics through, I think, looking back on it, the signs were all around. <laughs> like, okay, like, okay, so in Ireland, I think the, the thing that happened was like all heavy-ish guitar music was slammed together. There was like, yeah. it was not big enough to be like a separate punk to hardcore to metalcore to like math rock scene. They all had to yeah, like... they all played the same shows. Yeah. Like... A friend of mine opened up for for fucking Broken Side, and he was, let's just say, he was not in a crunk core band, because those didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, But, like, I I think that kind of was part of a saving grace in the Irish scene, because there was, like, the punk stuff in Ireland's politics was decent, um, because it was, like, post-2008, and, uh, um, like, Ireland kind of getting screwed by the financial crisis and the eurozone crisis and all that so like things got spicy um and there was definitely like but yeah also i met up with an old friend from music scene and was like it is also the way to immediately know that ireland has a nazi problem yeah that like you will not notice if you don't get involved at all in the music scene in ireland um so yeah it is is yeah it's bad um yeah, don't yeah, don't look into the politics of any of these people. Um speaking of, actually. Yeah. All right. Are you going to you going to bring us back to No. Oh. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm well, kind with... of, kind of. We can re- related. Um Tim Pool has a band now. Tim Pool also skates. Yeah, yeah, but Tim Pool has a band now. Tim Pool's you... actually um one of those people that then he should have just focused on skating. One, he probably <laughs> would be making a little bit more money. Sure. Um two, is actually really good at it. Okay. Like is the videos I've seen of him? I mean, he just looks like a loot. Like his his problem is that he he has no swag. Like that is his only problem is that he just he looks goofy on a board. Mm. But Tim Pool's really good at skating. Like really, really, really good. Yeah. So he has this band. Um, I saw this. Yeah, it you is. Did. It is psychotic. It's like the most 2011 shit yep. ever. Mm-hmm. The, the music video has like a girl in a car crash, which is like a thing a lot of music videos did back then. Um, Didn't the the tears don't fall? They crash around me. What yeah. song? What, what band is that? I have no idea. There's just a lot of women getting hit by cars. It was a whole thing. I just uh uh uh. uh Fuck! What's that band called again? Do you did you know though who Tim uh, Tim Pool Tim Paul Tim Pool's drummer is? Hit me, Pete Parada, the guy who's kicked out of Offspring <laughs> for like the drug problem. Yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So like, yeah, Pete Parada is now like drumming for Tim Pool's band. That's so amazing. Uh, bullet for my Valentine is tears. Bullet, don't fall. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that that is another video with the girl in a car and something happens to her, whatever. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete Parada on Twitter. I had the best time this week hanging out with Tim Pool and the Cast Castle family. We talked about music and the state of the world. Played oh, poker. No. Oh no! Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! Food. I got to jam with Tim, who is an excellent musician. That's the thing, though, is that then I like in a in a disgusting way. Tim Pool and I have the exact same interests. Yeah, he's like you're, yeah, he's negaverse Nick. Yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's at, he's actually good at skating. I yeah. suck. Um, I can do maybe like I don't know twenty tricks. He can probably do a lot more than I can. 
Um, I'm probably I'm probably better at like guitar and bass though, which is fine. Sure, he has psychotic politics. <laughs> I have great politics. He's a uh, butt fucking ugly. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm ten out of ten. So the thing, so there's two things here. I want, I want, I want. So, P. Parada's tweet has an embarrassing 41 likes. I've done better than that, homie. Yeah, we we both like that's that's upsetting. I feel that's like, like that's like me on a that's me on a bad day. Blue check. You have 11.9k followers. This is yeah. very strange. Anyway, um, very low engagement followers, I guess. But the the but they're all bots. Uh, all <laughs> they're all him. They're all him. Just <laughs> congratulating himself. Good job, Pete. You're welcome, Pete. You did it. You don't have a drug problem, Pete. Um, what was the other thing? My man, Pete does not have a drug problem. <laughs> oh, the other thing about Tim Pool is like it has definitely been like a branding decision that he's just going to always wear that black beanie hat. He's bald. Yeah, like he yeah yeah, yeah he's balding. Uh, um, and he's not willing to. No, own no, no. It. He, he, he's not balding. I don't think he has any hair. Like, have you seen him without his without his hat? He- I have. I think he does have some very short stuff around the sides. Still, like, I mean, he probably he, would he, look better if he shaved it off completely. You and I, being too fully, you know, the hair will never go. Yeah, away. the hair will never. You know, I, 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 I have too much of this. I have shit. too much hair too. Yeah, <laughs> it's poking me in the Again, eye. Again, remember, uh, <laughs> evil Tim Pool over here. <laughs> I've got all his hair. Ha <laughs> 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 like, Yeah, Tim Pool is your like a, a portrait of Dorian Gray kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, he goes bald, you get more hair. <laughs> it's it's a problem. <laughs> anyway, uh, but like he always wears that black beanie. Um, of the episode, uh, well, Evil Tim Pool. <laughs> Evil Tim Pool. <laughs> It's not uh, my life's not determined by Dad's style. Me, no, this is the evil temple. Okay, evil Nick is, is is evil temple. Um, yeah, he has that. Um, he has the thing where he always wears a black beanie, and I'm sure he has like dozens, or he has like one for every day of the week. He's not wearing the same. It's not one. even just a black beanie. It's a yeah. black beanie with a brim on. With a brim. <laughs> oh. It's like Which is so 2011 again, isn't it? Because I remember those fucking hats. And he like wears it to the side too. Yeah, he does. Yo, I bet he fucking rides an element board too, which not really an insult, but it's just like he has like real like yeah no we're, yeah you're he has, pool. he has real vibes <laughs> of someone who would like see like an element deck and be like yeah that's sick. <laughs> so I guess okay to Tim Pool's politics though he has like very inconsistent politics. He's always just like saying whatever he he's wants. He's just to like say. yeah he's just hyper contrarian at the end of the day. Exactly yeah yeah so. I haven't I'm going to look up to see I... if Tim Pool rides an element deck. I bet you go for it. <laughs> Tim Pool flow for element. <laughs> uh, now that he's got like... Now that he's like offspring sloppy seconds or whatever, yeah. Do I know, we... right? He might as well just be getting like endorsements. Yeah. Do we have time to go through... Yes, we have. We, you know what? We're at like 123 right now. All right. But the fact of the matter is that, is that we're waiting for uh, for Yulia, okay. so it's fine. Okay, so let's just okay. I'm going. I'm going through. Let's do quickly Europe news updates. <laughs> Remember what this podcast is about? Jesus. Um, speaking of some kind of monster, Macron. <laughs> <laughs> I just do that for all of them. Um. So we're getting a lot of really fucked quotes now about um, prepping the population of Europe for this winter. Um, Macron is quoted as saying it's the the end of abundance. Yeah, yeah. And um, we also have uh, uh, De Croo, the, the the prime minister of Belgium. Yep. Uh, um, saying that 
Europe is about to face 10 difficult winters. 10. 10. <laughs> I'm watching Tim Pool skate videos and he's actually insanely good. <laughs> like, why didn't he? I mean, like, this is the thing is that he has the perfect politics for a dumb skater. And the thing yeah. is that then dumb skaters just be like, be like oh, bro, if I was, you know, if I was. Every, everyone on the, like, the first PlayStation, like, one Tony Hawk game had his politics. I just, he just fucking did a blunt slide. That's, like, not an easy trick. I love that it's called a blunt slide. Yeah. <laughs> he just did a switch crook to 180, like, to, to, to backside 180 out. Like, he's good. This episode's nonsense. I love it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you're evil Tim Pool, then. Yeah, he's yeah. nolly flipped. Like, he's really good. This is all from 16 years ago, by the way. What if he's like shit now? What if he's like? What if he slipped? No, no, no. I've seen him do like. What a, if he's I've, in seen, flop I've seen him do like a one-footed hard flip or whatever. Like okay. he's not. I just saw him do a one-footed manual to a nolly one, one-footed nose manual. Yeah, nolly one eighty to then regular manual. <laughs> well, like this is gonna be like first tweet back is gonna be like I really like Tim Pool bracket skateboarding. skateboarding. <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't like his skating. His skating's not good. Yeah, like it's good in the sense that he's like good at it, mm. but his style's ass. Yeah, okay, he's good at it. He's not good at it for like pro level, basically. No, is what you're if he had better, like if he just had like better you saw style. Him at the skate park, you'd be like, cool. It, like... Yeah, again, he has the style of a guy who like wears like. For some reason, he has like all DC gear. For some reason, rips, sure. but has the shittiest style. Yeah, like these people just exist. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And no matter how much better that they get, they'll never develop the style to be like beyond just like being a good guy at the skate park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like I'll see if like well, I mean, yeah, and then he went into political punditry or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah Tim Pool. This is the Thrasher. Uh, <laughs> this is the Thrasher podcast. <laughs> Wait, doesn't the Thrasher has one? Oh, no, it's called Skateline or whatever. It's not really a podcast. I feel but... like he would, he would give it all up. I would hope to just do like skateboarding commentary. Like, I don't he think has... the skate community likes him, which is even funnier. Yeah, probably because, not. like, I mean, given it's a it's a very like niche dumb community, but imagine just being like so stupid that then skaters don't like you. Well, like, also, the, the, like, hasn't skateboarding in recent years also become more, for lack of a better term, woke? No. Like, no? No, uh, no, 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 no. Well, partially, but also the sense that then you're dealing with the primarily, like, a sport primarily, the largest community of it is, like, wealthy white kids. Yeah, sure. Who then get into it. Yeah. Like, I would say skating as an over, as overall probably yeah. has gotten better politics. Um... If you want to watch a good documentary, I do. There, uh, they made. How does it Dr- compare to some kind Drew, of? <laughs> d- yeah, no. Drew, Drew Barrymore actually is the executive producer oh, on it. Oh, I think I remember you mentioned this. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they made a uh, 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 Drew Barrymore made a made a made a documentary about Leo Baker, hmm. who is not the first openly trans skater. Obviously, there's been plenty, but he's like probably the most well known because he dropped the Olympics team because right. of multiple reasons but um yeah really good just in the sense of like looking at how a a trans athlete who's come up as being you know identifying identified as one gender Hmm. and then they themselves identify as a separate gender and having to kind of like balance that oh like the 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 the, like commentary and industry was like dead naming them or whatever like yeah yeah. just kind of having like go along with it right because yeah they're being dead named as lacy right 
coming up as like a quote unquote girl skater, even though they didn't like he identifies as a as a as a as a man. Yeah, Um, really good. Like I've actually like you know as as being a you know cis man myself. That's the thing that I don't think that is expressed enough within like viewing the outward in to the trans community of something like that, you know, of this sense of what happens to an athlete who comes up in the sense of like mid trans, you know, like, like mid transformation and stuff like that. I mean, that's yeah, that's, there's a lot, there's a lot of stories of that. Like it's, I mean, I, I doubt it's easier or harder or whatever, but there's been a lot of people who, like, transition mid-being in the limelight. I mean, okay, yeah. like Elliot Page. Yeah, like perfect Elliot, example, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um, but anyway. Yeah, I recommend that documentary, though, because it is uh, one part feel-good, one part also, like, well done. Yeah. And um, not cheesy. Like, sure. You know? Like, deals with a topic that could very easily be done in a cheesy way Mm. and, like, really, I think, respects the fact of that then making Leo the main focus of it, not making his, like, like, he's one person who is trans doing that, you know? It's not that he's, like, the spokesperson for, like, every trans person, obviously. So, it it did a really good job doing that. Highly recommend it. Also, like, Leo Baker fucking rips, so. Nice. Yeah. Again, this is a messy episode. It's a messy episode. So I was saying, ten difficult Belgian winters, <laughs> massive labor shortages. Um, like every shop in like, uh, uh Center, yeah, is like closing at lunchtime now. Like taking fucking siestas. Yeah, basically, yeah. Like because like things that you wouldn't expect to do that, like Vodafone shops are, like, closing at lunchtime because there's, like, only one person in there for the whole day. And then, yeah, it's, not like, not meant to be that. Um, it's very strange. Um, and it's apparently only going to get worse. And good news. We're getting the nine-year ticket back for the rest of the year after after September. We have to pay normal prices for September and then the rest I'll of the year. I'll be so mad for that one month where I don't have to, like, pay anything myself. Yeah, because yeah. it'll be my birthday. <laughs> so I just I just ride on the the it's my birthday card for as long as I can. <laughs> yeah, the ticket inspector comes out, you just hand him like a birthday card. Yeah, <laughs> it's my birthday. I was right. Yulia is here. She is. Yeah, we should uh, end the episode and let her in. I don't know how I'm going to do this though because we're at we're at one thirty. You know what? I'm not like. Can you edit this? Can I edit this? No, probably not. It's fine. I'll I'll edit this. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for uh, for sticking around for the uh, absolute pure chaos. You're the real was, kind of monster. The, you're the, yeah, you're you are a real kind of monster. That's 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 true. Um, do we have anything to announce? No. Oh, we do. Oh. Yes, you're listening oh. to this episode on Monday, which means that you missed my birthday. <laughs> Paging Dr. Boy, Dr. Birthday Boy, <laughs> yeah, which is uh, me. And yep, you will say what? 20 Hail Marys for missing Nick's birthday. Yeah, you, uh, you owe me um, a birthday present and at least um, my, my birthday Bifo gate ticket that I just made up. Yeah, it's a birthday card. And the ticket expenses have to accept it. <laughs> I mean, luckily I have an automatic ticket. 
Like, I'm yeah, fine, yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. imagine me in the train, just like, again, just getting my fucking ass handed to me. I'm like, no, it's fine. It's a birthday card. It's my birthday. It's got a little puppy on it wearing one of those hats. Can the, can the baseball game make a thing where you ride the, the, ride the choo-choo for free on your birthday? It'd be so hard to coordinate, yeah. but yeah, they should. All right. Um, and uh, the next time that you, you'll, you'll hear from me on the show, I will be back from my home country, which is apparently going into elections soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Georgia no. Maloney posted a rape video. That's, that's something we didn't get to. What? Yeah. Um, and then she like... I'm editing this out. This, yeah, is, this, yeah, is, yeah. Too, this is too dark. She posted For, as like... No, I... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't care. I mean, I do care. I'll ask you about this later. Yeah. But you ruined my 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 my, my birthday, birthday vibe. vibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because the way that I see this, it is um, it is now my birthday as of um, recording this episode. Yeah. In August comes out after my birthday, so birthday. And in between is my birthday. Um, yeah. So to the listener who did not get me a birthday present, shame on you. Um, but show this episode to your Beifogi controller, and you will get one free ride courtesy of me because it's my birthday cool we will talk to you next time ciao ciao bye bye